and welcome to series two of our Weekend Cumbria podcast, which is kindly supported again by Cumbria Community Foundation. I'm your host, Jenna Sutherland, and the Wellbeing Coordinator at Weekend in Carlisle. In this series, I'm going to be inviting some more real local people to share their health and wellbeing experiences and expertise in authentic and open conversations with me. Real people telling their own stories in their own words. Today is episode 11 and we're joined by Laura Earle, who is a mother of four from Carlisle and founder and director of The Hiking Household. Hello, Laura. Hello. So first of all, let's start at mother of four. Yeah. How is that for you? It's a lot. (laughs) It's busy. Yeah. It's chaotic, but it's great. Mm. It's easier the more you have. I really do think because they play with each other, they Mm. hang out with one another. It is, it's chaotic but it is getting easier. So what ages are your children at the moment? So my eldest is seven mm-hmm. and then I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yes, very busy. Very. Yeah. But got it all out of the way. Yeah. I think that's what I tell myself on my <laughs> bad days. <laughs> Coming from someone expecting their third, this is music to my ears that it's going to get easier. It does. But yeah, that's fine. It does. I'm it really it. does. And it's just <laughs> nothing is as hard as the first time you do it. Mm. So the inspiration behind your hiking household venture yeah. was, of course, your children, That's it. your family life. Where did that, t- tell us a little bit about where the concept came from right at the very beginning, because um, I know I've spoken to you kind of, we were just saying probably 10 or 11 months ago when yeah. when you had the, the idea and you were just first forming everything, but you're a little bit further along now. So, But if you could take us right back to the beginning and and how you started to get where you are now. Yeah, so I just thought, what can I do with four children that A, doesn't cost me a fortune and also allows the children to have a really good time Mm. and me to have a good time. And I just found the more that we were doing things, even before the pandemic, it was outside. Every time we were outside, I thought, the children can be loud, they can Mm. be noisy, they can be silly. And I'm not forever saying, you know, quiet, don't touch that, don't do that. And I just found we were all having a better time mm. and we were feeling better after it. Then we went into lockdown. Yeah. And I was at home. I had my fourth baby in lockdown and then it got hard mm. like it did for a lot of people. And I realized then, I always knew that I loved physical activity. I've always been very sporty, but it was then when I was trapped inside that I realized just how much my children relied on it mm. and how much they needed that what was it at the beginning? The hour outside yeah, we were allowed. I mean, do you know, just talking about it now, we've so quickly forgotten yeah. how, what that was like. Because, yeah, well, that's like two years ago now, isn't it? That's when we right. went into the first lockdown and it's taken me right back to the homeschooling. You know, we had the very first lockdown, I had a full timetable. I've talked about this before and, and I had like little colourful stickers that the yeah. kids could pick yeah. their activities and it was all really wonderful for yeah. about a week. That's all exciting <laughs> like, at first. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, the hour of outdoor exercise that we were allowed was absolutely amazing. That's it. And I think that's when people's mindset changed mm. and I think that's what made me start thinking of the hiking household Mm. and I started to think okay we're coming out of the lockdown and at the beginning all we really could do safely was outside things and I started to be like okay how can we help people get outside that need to get outside because we've been stuck inside for so long Mm. and I think a lot of it is confidence with parents and families it's 
it's stressful getting your child sorted and dressed and in the car and to somewhere for a park and then for them to run riot and nothing comes easy at the beginning and when you've got the children but it was kind of I want the hiking household to make it as easy as it can be Mm -hmm. for parents to get outside and then once you've done it and you've seen the benefits there's no going back Mm -hmm. because you start to realize you feel better and the children feel better so for me it's just a win-win of course there's going to be times where it doesn't go (laughs) fantastically when you're up a fell with your one-year-old who's screaming but there's never been a time even when my children have complained the whole time throughout the walk there's never been a time when we've gotten home where they've said that was rubbish. Yeah. They've always enjoyed it at the end of it because you can't deny the actual mm. physiological side effects yeah. that exerting yourself does. Yeah. Um, I, I used to, I mean, it's music to my ears because I, for me personally, getting outside is up there as the absolute top thing that I do when I need to make myself feel better. Prime example was the weekend just gone. Um and I was just having, I just feeling pretty crappy, to be honest. And I just knew, I was like, right, okay. And the blue skies helped at the weekend, yeah. just gone. So I packed a picnic and took my kids off to the beach. Um, and I'm eight months pregnant at the minute. So walking or hiking yeah. is a bit out of the question, which was what, what that would be my usual go-to. So I was like, what else can I do? So I just t- went to the, walked from the car to the beach. Yeah. And sat there, but it was just the being outside the that outside. I had to. Um it is getting a little bit more difficult to get my kids on board with this sort of thing now. Um my my daughter's coming up 13 and she was lying on this beautiful beach where the blue skies, the sea was actually glittery. You know, when the sea is yeah. like glittering in the sun, it was wonderful. I mean, it was cold still, but we were wrapped up and it was just beautiful. And she was sitting watching TikToks and I was like, can you put that phone in your pocket? Uh, so yes. It does get a little bit more complicated, I think, <laughs> as they're getting older. But those, like you say, with the, the ages of your kids, those moments where you can get them out and the, their imaginations and they're just running kind of wild, wild and free. Yeah, And that's it. And I think that's what I realised when I was setting up the hiking household is I've got the perfect opportunity because my children are young mm. and you can mould them a little yeah. bit when they're young because there will come a point where my eldest will not come on a Wainwright or mm. will not want to come on a Wainwright walk with me on a Saturday. And yeah. that's also fine. All their clubs will start yeah. and they'll have other things that they want mm. to do. So I thought, let's start it now when they're so young and actually they genuinely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how it all started yeah and hopefully that's something that even if there's a little gap or a little in between when they're teenagers hopefully that's something we can only hope as parents that they kind of take off with them into their own adult lives and you know they might like I say forget about it in the teen years but then maybe when they become parents themselves and um they'll remember you know they'll yeah. they'll possibly even take their own children doing the same thing and they'll remember all the times that they had with you and I think that's important as well just giving them that's tools for life isn't it absolutely and I think that I think when I look back when I was a child I was always active <clears throat> so then naturally I of course had my time off when I was a teenager mm. being a girl and but now I'm such an active parent and it has such a good knock-on effect of everything physical mm. mental health everything and my eldest, he's only seven and we're already seeing signs that, you know, he bottles up his feelings and, and we are not like that as a family. So I just know that when we're walking, 
he'll just start chatting to me. Mm. And before he realises, he's opened up about his worries or what he's thinking about. Yeah. And I think if I can do that for them now at mm-hmm. this age, then hopefully they will have the tools to do it and want to do it when they do get older. And like you say, and into their adult life yeah. and continue to pass it on to their children. Mm. Yeah, I think the walking and talking thing, um, that's something personally and in in work as well so we have we have our little walk and talk group that we 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 lead from weekend on every Thursday morning actually and it's only a very small walk that we do around Bits Park but that's something that became really relevant to me during lockdown as well because uh, my meetings with my own therapist with my counsellor had to be outside because we weren't allowed to meet inside so we just happened to end up going walking but actually, I found that that was much easier, far easier for me. And it's um, it's the fact that you're not looking, at, it's not this the eye Absolutely. contact, isn't it? So that side-by-side contact makes it far easier to have any, if there was a difficult conversation that your seven-year-old wanted to bring up but maybe felt uncomfortable, particularly about emotions, it's far easier when you're walking side-by-side, I think. Yeah, the pressure's off. And I think mm. that even from my background of being a children's nurse and public health work, I know that children open up when you're playing. That's why we have play therapy, nature outside walks and things. And I think that if we can get our children to be comfortable enough to open up to us, that's ultimately what we want. We want them to be able to be mentally and physically as well as they can be. Mm. And I'm just hoping that not just with my own children, but with the hiking household and other people accessing the website, that they will be able to get into a rhythm whether they do one walk a month or mm. just go out when it's nice weather. It mm. doesn't matter how often. It doesn't matter whether it's the, like you said before, you walked from the car to the beach, mm. but you're outside yeah. and it does help. And I think whether you're using the website to walk up a fell or to go round the block, it doesn't matter. Mm. What matters is you're getting outside and feeling those benefits. And just being aware now that it's a tool, like yeah. a, such an important tool to have. Like you say, that doesn't cost anything and... Um, well, unless you're driving, obviously, but the costs a few at the minute. We won't go yeah, there. No. <laughs> but um, it's it's just like I say, I know that that's a, a really important tool for me and my kids, and we we can just bundle everything together and get outside. And and honestly, for something so obvious, I don't think a few years ago I even knew that that was a tool I could possess. So even that's important in itself, raising the awareness of getting everybody out there. Yeah, and I think as well. People may think, oh, she always walks with the kids and we have to do it all as a family. But actually, being outside, it helps me parent, ultimately. It's not just for my children. It actually makes me feel sane on the Mm. days where they're really difficult. I don't want people to look and think, oh, she's got four kids and she can go up a Wainwright. I bet it's great for her because it really, it isn't all the Mm. time. And I think that that's how I manage my mental health by being outside. Yeah, I think I'm similar as well in in that. I'm just thinking as you were talking there. For for me, a lot a lot of why I've been f- feeling a bit fed up and a bit crap in the last week is worrying. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm saying my daughter's nearly thirteen. And there's new worries that come with your your kids getting to that age, and and actually for me as a parent, it was important for me to get her outside and for us all to kind of spend some time together outside of the house and. Um, manage to get her phone in her pocket so that we can just appreciate each other's company again because that can yeah. it can get a little bit like a pressure cooker in the house when 
things that aren't quite going according to plan and conversations get a little bit heated mm-hmm. and relationships are um, stressed. So, yeah, I think it's important for, for, for everybody in the family to do that and to be to be together doing it as well. That's it. You, get, you get enough space when you're outside to not be on top of one another, but to still be together. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. When mm. we're inside with the four little ones, they're all on top of each other and that's when arguments happen and yeah. so-and-so's got my toy. But when you're outside, we're still together as a family, but you're not on mm. top of each other, which is sometimes what you need. Oh God, definitely, yeah. And just something, isn't there something so special about when a kid just picks up a stick when you're out? It's one of my favourite things. Honestly. And this stick can be like all manner of things when their imagination goes. It's, oh, I used to absolutely love it when they were a little bit smaller. A good age. Them moments. So... You've talked a little bit about the website. We will share details of the website w- 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 along with this podcast. Um, but tell us a little bit about what people can find on there and how that's going to help them. Yeah, so the website, it showcases hundreds of Cumbrian family walks mm, in a nutshell. Yeah, And you can go on there and there's all different kinds of information. There's a map on there, so all of the pins will be dropped on the location. So mm-hmm. if you were wanting a certain area so if you wanted to go to Keswick or you wanted to stay local you could go to the map and you can see the exact pin that Mm -hmm. would be dropped there and then you can click on that and it would take you to a route description um mostly they have a a Strava map as well Mm -hmm. linked so you could see the full route and then we have a little key which says if it's pram friendly or you can take a bike bike Mm -hmm. accessible grandparent friendly Mm -hmm. um so there's lots of categories there again you can click the categories and you can um find all of those walks so if you wanted um if you had your grandparents visiting for instance and you wanted a grandparent friendly walk you can click there so it's just trying to make the area that we live in mm-hmm. as accessible as possible mm-hmm. for all so yeah. some of them will be doorstep walks if you don't have a car or you just want to round the block walk others are if you're visiting the lake district for a week or the day and yeah it's really just trying to showcase what we have mm in Cumbria that are family friendly and I think it's surprising sometimes what is family friendly and you don't realise and I I try and showcase it in a way that there's photos there of me and my four children doing them I do all of the walks myself to show that if I can do it with four children doesn't necessarily mean that yeah you should be able to but it just means that it makes it more relatable to people and actually oh we never thought that we could go up that walk but it is more family friendly Mm -hmm. So that's really what it's about, just trying to access what we have right here on our doorstep, really. Do you have a favourite then? Do you have a a top go-to? We like the Wainwright walks because we like it. I say we, my children would probably disagree, but (laughs) I like a challenge. (laughs) I feel like as a parent, you have to give up so much when you first have children Mm -hmm. and I'm starting to be able to get a little bit back of what Mm -hmm. I like so you mentioned before you'd normally obviously you're pregnant at the moment so you can't exactly hike yourself up a mountain Um, and that does have to pause for a little bit the same Mm -hmm. when you've got a newborn things will have to pause so I am starting to really enjoy the fell walking again so we have you know we've done cat bells with the kids which is lovely to see them Mm -hmm. walk up and they're the walks where they see I see them have the most purpose and Mm -hmm. the most enjoyment because there's been a few occasions we did Luffrig Fell recently and it was pouring down and oh. didn't think we'd get up. And I kept on saying to Heidi, my three-year-old, I think we should just turn around. We don't need to get to the top. You know, my husband and the eldest ones were at the top, but she would not. She was mm. adamant. I mean, a year ago, Heidi would have sat and cried and not gone anywhere. Mm. So it's kind of that grit and determination and the perseverance. I'm like, this is great to see. Mm. 
So yeah, it's certainly the mountain fell walk that I we think, prefer. I think the fell walk thing as well, there's kind of an aim. You get in, you, you need to get to the top and often there's a nice sort of um, summer. Stones. Yeah, and you can, you can <laughs> yeah. get a nice photo there and it's all about the Instagram, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely, and say to them, you can know you can tick off another way yeah. might walk and they've got the little tick books. And yeah, but w- if it's just kind of a circular walk, then maybe there isn't as much of a they're not getting to a certain destination and then back again. So yeah. I think with kids, that's why a fell walk and it's they know when they've done their achievement because we're at the top now and okay, we're on the way back down. And so. the way back down is always fun yeah. because they can always run down and they have Roll these, down. oh yeah, they have these waterproof suits that they wear even when it's the summer because they get more skid on oh, them. So they wow. can like... Do you have one of them? <laughs> maybe that's why I need to invest in. Yeah. <laughs> get a bit more excitement in my life. But yeah, they go skidding down the hill and yeah, they those walks... You feel good after them. Mm. But the circular walks can be tricky, but we do have, we're hoping to develop some resources on the website mm. in due course where downloadable, free, everything's free on the website. So all of the resources would be free um, where you can download things that maybe like mini beast hunts or mm. like you said before, yeah. they pick up a stick and they yeah. think that it's like some ruffalo that's yeah. coming under the, you know, that kind of situation. So we are hoping to get some downloadable resources mm-hmm. where families can access for the younger kids to keep them entertained really yeah um do do you always walk on your own or do you, uh, do, you do that do you do group walks so i do do tykes hikes we've uh-huh. got a, and it's just a really small pop-up walk Um i kind of developed that when we were coming out of the lockdown because mm-hmm. it was all that we could really do mm-hmm. at one point wasn't it we could only meet up with gosh you forget six people or yeah. something it's crazy um so we do have tykes hikes pop-up walks that are just in carlisle at the moment and um, they're all advertised on the website and you can book on and they're local walks for um, new parents or parents to be mm-hmm. or um, parents with toddlers as well. Uh, we have quite a few. We have a nice route where we go around Gosling Psych yeah. and they, um, I often bring a little map with me and the mm-hmm. little toddlers go to the woods and it's a really nice walk. Just trying to make it more of a social thing as well. Yeah, I was going to say, because you're getting that social element of that, aren't you? And sometimes that can be really helpful for for new parents in particular. Yeah, and I think especially if you're a new parent and you maybe don't want to, or don't have the confidence just yet to go to the baby groups mm. and you kind of think, oh, well, if we're outside, if the baby cries, it's le- it just seems less mm. stressful, doesn't yeah. it? You kind of think, oh, well, they're not going to make a big fuss. And often, it, let's be honest, it's it's easier, it's far easier if your baby is in the pram or push chair and you're walking, there's, it, everything just sort of feels a little bit more, more controlled than if you if they start fussing and you're in a warm room and there's lots of noise and lots of distractions. It's the space between mm. you and the baby that sometimes you need. They're mm. in the pram, you don't feel pressured and you can just keep walking if you need to and, yeah. you know, and, and you can get some space from the rest of the group if you're finding it stressful mm. and they've, they've worked really quite well. We're hoping to expand them and, you know, we'd love to do family walks where we can go you know, further afield yeah. in the Lake District, but let's see. Yeah, is that so? That's what I was going to ask you. Actually, is that one of your kind of aims for the hiking household? Yeah, definitely. We're hoping yeah. to get families out to the fells more yeah. to kind of really show the physical exertion, mm. the physical health side mm-hmm. of it. At the moment, the Tykes Hikes walks are really, really wonderful for social aspects, mm. and it's great to have a crack and a walk. Mm. But the Tykes Hikes that we'd like to develop would be more of a focus on getting our children really outside and, you know, feeling the benefits of mm, physically. Yeah. Just because with everything, you know, childhood obesity is going up and the public mm-hmm. health drive at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think children 
really need it at the moment, not yeah. just mental, well, mentally and physically, yeah. really. Yeah, it's one of one of the wellbeing programs that we run from Weekend actually is aimed at um, eighteen to twenty five year olds, so young adults. And we're going this week. Actually, we're taking a group of young adults to the Lake District for you know it's just a, a short day out. Really, we, we'll do a little bit of archery and we Amazing. will go on the steamer over the lake and taking the views. And that in itself is just for wellbeing. Going to do us all the world good. Yeah. Um, and one of the things in when we've done it previously that kind of surprised us, I think, is that there's so many young adults that live in Carlisle that haven't actually been, and it's 20 minutes down the road, um, yeah. and that just feels like a bit. It's it just feels like a tragedy in itself, really. Yeah. So I think having the awareness and 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 making them links and encouraging people to get out there. I think transport could be a bit of an issue for a lot of people, particularly from disadvantaged neighbourhoods. But um, it just seems like we've it, we know it's right there on our doorstep, and how good it can make us feel. There's got to be some more work we can do that's to it. get more people there and accessing it. And that's that's really what drives me with the hiking mm. household because we have we being me and my family, we have a great walk. We've had a terrible weekend, for instance, and then we go for a walk and we feel fantastic. And it, I want everybody to try and feel yeah. that. And I know that it's not possible, um, but like you say, because of transport and other reasons, but it's, you know, we would love to work, work with schools and access, let teenagers access the website and just mm. realise what's on their doorstep because then they might be like, oh, well, maybe we will try that mm. or we'll go there or we'll do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's trying to just show people what's out there and try and get them to access mm. it more. And we, um, the, the teenage thing, like I'm saying, with it getting more difficult as the kids yeah. get a little bit older, I think we can almost use social media to advantage there for, for as parents because, um, like I say, I did try and encourage my daughter to put her phone in her pocket at one stage, but then actually, I think she quickly realised, oh, actually, if I do a little Instagram story boomerang of the waves looks at my great. feet, it looks great. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and um, so it's just, you know, we've got we've got to embrace that their world and actually them communicating with their friends via Snapchat or Instagram is important to them. And that's, exactly. you know, we can't take can't everything away from them. Um, so just her, then she started taking photos and I thought, you know what, even if I can encourage her, to take beautiful photos when we go outside and that's going to be her thing that's enough for me like she's she's appreciating the beauty in the world around her by taking photos and she's with and she's with you and she's engaging with you and it gives you something to talk about and I think as uh, I imagine as a mum to teenagers that's difficult Mm. to have the common ground sometimes with them and like you say you know a lot of the photos that we do when we're at the top of the Wainwrights they're very instagrammable because they look lovely especially Mm -hmm. in the summer and actually, we're very fortunate with the Instagram tool at the moment that there's a lot of influencers, mm-hmm. isn't there, out there that mm-hmm. go on a lot of walks. And so you can go down that route with them as well, couldn't you? You know, oh, so-and-so went to Definitely. the Definitely, and I think that's where we've got to use social media to our ad- advantage rather than trying to, to, to take it away from them and ban them from it, just to 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 follow the right people. This is a conversation I quite often have is, you, it can be really positive if you're following the right kind of inspirational, influential people. Um, 
So yeah, that was it. That was a nice little angle she took when we were out on Sunday, and I thought, yeah, we can go with that. Yeah. And maybe she will want to go again. You know, mm-hmm. if she, if we have some nice weather, she might say to you, "Oh, let's go back there." Even if her main drive was to get some photos, yeah. it doesn't really matter, does it? As long as you're outside together, mm-hmm. having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you very much for being thank here you. today. And I wish you all the luck in the world with your new venture and all things hiking household. Um, because I just think it's so important. And that that's coming from me from professionally, personally, mother to mother. I just think what you're doing with your four kids is absolutely brilliant. But the way that you're using that to raise awareness for other families and help the communities is really brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much. And good luck to you. I know. Thank you very, very much. Very exciting. Well, I might be on one of your takes hikes. Yeah, you get yourself down. <laughs> get using my website. I will do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Weekend Cumbria podcast. If you're affected by any of the issues raised in any of our episodes and would like to talk, then please do get in touch. You can contact us via our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find by searching Weekend Cumbria. 